Hello, my name is Mark Reed, Editor-in-Chief of Canada's History. You are listening to our History Heroes podcast. Today's guest is Dr. Margaret Conrad. Conrad is an honorary research professor at the University of New Brunswick. She is also a member of the Order of Canada and a director of Canada's History Society. Dr. Conrad's history hero is the father of Medicare, Tommy Douglas. Dr. Conrad, how did you first become interested in Tommy Douglas? Well, it's an interesting story, really. I was a member of the Progressive Conservative Student Party at Acadia University when I, when I went to uh, that university. And Tommy Douglas came through, as did a lot of politicians, to talk to students because that was in the 60s and we were in a minority government situation uh, then as we are now. And so politicians paid attention to a lot of people all across the country. And we know Diefenbaker came by and Pearson and so too Tommy Douglas. And he was an extraordinary orator, you know. And I think he just captured everybody in the room, no matter what their political affiliation was. And as I became a historian, of course, I learned more about his career. And uh, and now I really do see him as one of the greats of Canadian history. Now, prior to his political life, he was an ordained minister. How did that influence his actions as a politician? Oh, I, I think a lot. The social gospel movement... Um, really had a huge impact on a lot of churches at the turn of the 20th century, and that really is a, a shorthand term for, you know, the churches becoming interested in, in the ordinary folk in an urban industrializing society and the poor that they saw increasingly gathered in cities. And so um, Douglas was from a Baptist background, and the Baptists and the Methodists and some branches of the Presbyterian Church were particularly keen on a social gospel, a gospel of the Sermon on the Mount that, you know, cared about the poor and the needy. And uh, so Douglas was very much part of that. And it's interesting that he tried a number of other careers before deciding to go to Brandon and Brandon College and take up theology. You know, he had a number of interesting backgrounds. And just to, to say briefly, he was also an incredible boxer, just a little guy weighing 135 pounds. But he had the... Uh, you know, um, kind of that little punchy style that goes with boxing, and he stayed with that all his life. You know, you just thought he could stand still and bounce right up in the air from it. He was he was such an amazing man. And so I think his, his efforts to overcome what was a childhood illness relating to uh, um, he had arthritis in his knee and almost lost one of his legs. And I think, you know, trying to overcome that and also having a real social passion, a passion for social justice and so on, um, really is what motivated him. Now, not everybody was happy with Tommy Douglas. The Medicare issue, for instance, really divided the people of Saskatchewan. And yet in a recent poll on CBC, he was named Canada's Greatest Canadian. Why do you think he's so popular today? Well, uh, I just want to go back even further behind Medicare. You know, he was the leader of the CCF party, which later morphed into the New Democratic Party, and led to victory that party in Saskatchewan in 1944. It was the first social democratic government in North America, and he had a lot of opposition uh, inside the province and also in North America because this was pretty edgy stuff. And yet, once he got into power, he showed such integrity. You know, uh, he certainly pursued issues like human rights and um, just helping people through what we call today welfare state measures. And uh, those those kinds of interventions uh, in the daily lives of people 
created a lot of anxiety in, in, a, in a North America that believed in the self-made man and, and people out there for themselves. And we still live with that kind of, um, you know, competition between those two ideologies, whether the role of government is to uh, be interventionist and take our tax money and try to create a better society, or whether the role of government is minimal government to try to let everybody find their own path. And um, so he was... He was um, always criticized, and Medicare was profoundly criticized, yet once it got put in place, and this is why he's my hero, it just had such an impact in terms of bettering everybody's life. You didn't have to decide, you know, whether you were going to be able to go bankrupt in order to help your child if you had some major medical problem to deal with. And so um, we've become, I think, a little bit complacent about uh, how important that kind of system is. But you can see still how contentious it is. And so I think the ordinary folk uh, across the country who perhaps have had the benefit of Medicare um, really see, see Tommy Douglas as having been the leading force behind it, even though it was his successor who actually put it in place in 1962. By that time, Douglas was already head of the NDP party, the federal NDP party. When you think of Douglas, what qualities do you most admire? Well, I think I admire what I, I guess we call today his altruism. Uh, we, we tend to see human beings as out for number one and to be selfish and greedy, and we have to somehow uh, harness that to the positive good. But I think Douglas um, transcended that kind of thinking about the human species and really felt that it was the role of himself personally, and that was part of his evangelical background, I think, but also the role of government to uh, help to create a better society and a better Canada in our case. And, and I admire people who still hang on to that very idealistic view, both of human beings and of the role of Canada in the world. And so that's why I admire him. And there are many others who share Tommy Douglas's perspective on the world, but there are very few who followed through on it with such integrity. And just let me say, he had an enormous impact, not just in Saskatchewan or as leader of the federal party, but I'm here in New Brunswick. And sure enough, in the 1960s, when Louis J. Robichaux came in and was introducing the welfare state and trying to improve conditions for people in rural areas and especially for Acadians, where did he get his civil service? Out of Saskatchewan. These were well-trained men and women, mostly men, who came down and helped to set in place the bureaucratic structures, including a unionized civil service, um, that is still in place in New Brunswick today. And then the folks from New Brunswick went off to PEI in Nova Scotia uh, to help introduce the same kind of, you know, bureaucratic structures that we need in our society today. So, so that's I admire him for actually being able to follow through, and then the large impact that the success in Saskatchewan had um, in other provinces and also in Ottawa. The Trudeau administration benefited greatly for, by uh, the work of what was called the Saskatchewan Mafia, uh, who came to Ottawa in the late 60s and, again, just helped to put the structures in place to deliver um, larger government. So how has Tommy Douglas personally influenced you? Well, I think he certainly helped to shape the direction of my politics since my days as a student at Acadia University. Um, and, you know, I actually draw upon some of his humor 
Um, and, you know, he had this famous story about most land where, you know, the mice were busily voting in and out the cats rather than taking control of government themselves. And it's a wonderful story. You can find it on the Internet. I think Wikipedia actually has the Mosland story there. Um, it didn't originally come from Tommy Douglas, but uh, it uh, was Clary Gillis, actually, from Cape Breton, who, to whom it's attributed. But it's a good story. He's, he's got excellent jokes. Every now and again, I just, you know, think of uh, his idea that I, I think Maud Barlow uses it now, that uh, social justice is like taking a bath. You have to do it every day or pretty soon you start to stink. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> those are sorts of quotations from Tommy Douglas that have stayed with me. So what lessons should politicians of today draw from Tommy Douglas and his legacy? I think, you know, politicians are so busy looking over their shoulder and trying to balance this and that. And if they just um, have that kind of core of integrity, um, they can reach the larger public and, and can often be very successful. It doesn't mean they're not brought down by interests and money and all the other things that uh, take place in a democratic society. But it, but it's amazing when, when you find these people, and I say they're in all political parties. Uh, Tommy Douglas had it in spades, but he had an enormous integrity and a great love for, for people. And that simply shone through. And so I think that was his success. And I think politicians who follow that would be uh, be more successful, perhaps. And he was just a terrific orator. Well, Dr. Conrad, thank you for speaking with us today. My name is Mark Reed, Editor-in-Chief of Canada's History, and you've been listening to the History Heroes podcast. Thanks for listening.